and welcome to the Psych and Business Podcast, where we highlight the integration of psychology and psychological principles into the world of business and organizations. I'm your host, Dr. Ernest Wade. So if you've been listening over the last three weeks for our guest episodes, you've had the privilege of listening to the series on transitioning leaders. And we've had Dr. Scheuer, Dr. Thorne, and Dr. Ramsell share with us the three facets of leadership. And I thought this was a really important series, especially for leaders who are transitioning into that role anew, because we have a lot of leaders who are put into that position because they excel at some technical, functional, or clinical administrative, but they don't have the leadership skills that are required because they have not been trained in leadership. And leadership is really a process and really something that you need to pay attention to if you are in a position of leadership if you have authority over other people. So I was really happy when these great leaders and consultants in their own right agreed to share parts of their program with us because they have a program that they put on where they talk about these areas and really help new and transitioning leaders to really get a foot up in terms of their leadership skills, their leadership abilities, what that entails and how they can be successful. And I think the very first one that we had with Dr. Schroer is absolutely critical and one that we miss. A lot of times we don't think about understanding and leading ourselves, which is a really critical aspect of leadership, really focusing internally, looking at yourself, understanding yourself, building that self-awareness so that you can engage in that self-management. And I've seen this happen so many times, even in my practice. I remember one situation where I was called in to work with a new leader, a new CEO of a medical facility who had a leadership team that was meant to work with her to run the facility. But I was called in because this team wasn't functioning well. And so the CEO, the leader, asked me to come in to try to help the team function better. But in working with the team, asking them questions and talking about some of the challenges that they were having, it turned out that the problem wasn't actually the team, it was actually the leader. Specifically, this leader was under a lot of pressure to turn around the organization. And so instead of leveraging and focusing on her team to help her do that, when she got stressed, she would turn inward. So she would basically shut everybody else out and try to get the work done herself, which caused a problem because instead of leveraging her team, which had responsibility for different areas, she would override them and try to do their work for them. And so this caused a lot of friction within the team. And so in this situation, instead of working with a team, it was actually more beneficial to work with the leader to help them understand themselves because she was not aware of her tendency when she became stressed, her tendency to turn inward and to shut out the rest of her team, which left them feeling isolated and frustrated. And so we really worked hard to help her build her self-awareness, understand her tendencies, especially in times of high stress, such as what she was in and then worked with her to engage in some self-management to try to make sure that she was still leveraging her team and allowing them to do their work, supporting them in doing their work instead of trying to do their work for them. And that really made a big deal to the team's overall success. So I really am a strong proponent for leaders making sure that they understand themselves first, because in any situation, in any environment, when you are leading other people, You are bringing yourself to that situation. You are bringing yourself to that environment. It's really important that you understand your tendencies, that you have that greater self-awareness so that you can engage in that greater self-management. 
you really want to make sure that you're aware, not just of your environment, but of yourself so that you can determine what's going to be helpful from you in that environment and what's going to be harmful from you in that environment. So really appreciate Dr. Shura's episode on self-awareness and self-management. Cannot agree more on leaders needing to make sure that they have a greater self-understanding of themselves so that they can engage in that self-management. And then Dr. Thorne's episode on leading others, I think was absolutely brilliant. I can't tell you how many times I've seen leaders who don't really understand what their roles and responsibilities are to the people that they're leading, especially as it comes to performance management. A lot of leaders that I've worked with don't enjoy performance management because they don't like to engage in those crucial, tough conversations with the people that they're leading to try to hold them accountable to the work that they're required to do to the performance level that's expected of them. And so they'd rather push that off onto somebody else or ignore it altogether. I remember a situation that I was in a while ago where I was called in to try to help a leader that was struggling with their team. And specifically, this leader asked for my help because they wanted to do team building to try to increase the team's efficiency overall. But in working with this leader and working with a team, it turned out that there was just really one individual in the team that was not performing to what was expected. And instead of the leader having that discussion with this one person about their performance and what the expectations were, it was easier for that leader to try to address the team as a whole so that they wouldn't have to single out this individual. And that was actually detrimental to the team because the rest of the team was functioning pretty well. But by trying to pretend that it was a team issue rather than an individual issue, it really hampered the team's trust in that leader simply because that leader wasn't able and willing to engage in their role and their responsibility of dealing with that one individual that was having performance issues. And so absolutely critical for leaders to understand what their roles and responsibilities are to the team and to the individuals in the team and to understand that sometimes you have to have those crucial conversations. You have to have those tough conversations in a respectful way, but you really have to hold individuals accountable when necessary. And then finally, I really enjoyed Dr. Ramsell's episode on leading the business and the organization. I'm such a proponent of strategic planning, and so this episode really spoke to me. I can't tell you how many times I've been brought into an organization by a leader to try to help them understand and engage in strategic planning. And really, you have to start with building awareness and understanding of what strategic planning is. Because a lot of the times, the leader might have a good sense of what strategic planning is and why it's necessary, but their leadership team doesn't always understand or appreciate that. And so I've, I've been brought in a lot of times to a team or to an organization to do strategic planning, and I really have to take a step back and try to build awareness in terms of understanding what strategic planning is and buying into the strategic planning process. And so I will really start by trying to explain what strategic planning is, the benefit of it, and how it really parallels to other things in your life. If you're building a house, you start with a plan. If you are taking a trip, you start with a plan. In fact, there's very little in life that you don't do without starting with a plan. If you want it to be successful, you need to have a plan. And so a strategic plan is, is really thinking about that long-term objective, that long-term goal for your organization, and then working backwards to figure out 
what are the objectives, what are the tactics, what are the, the tasks and activities that we need to do in order to help us as an organization reach that strategic goal in three to five years or whatever that timeline may be. And so absolutely critical that an organization engage in strategic planning. And so as a leader, you really need to understand what that is and how it can be helpful to your organization. You really need to make sure that you're taking a leadership role when you're coming to leading the organization when it comes to strategic planning. That's part of leading the business. I really appreciate these three facets, really focusing on yourself as a leader, focusing on others, your team, and the people that you're responsible for, and then focusing on your business and your organization, all really critical areas. Ideally, you have the opportunity to focus on yourself first, then your others, and then your organization. But the reality is that that's not probably how things are going to work. If you are thrown into a leadership role, you have to be focusing on yourself and your team and your business all at the same time. And so I really encourage leaders to find at least one thing in those areas that they're focusing on at one time. And that way you're not overwhelming yourself by trying to do everything at once. But at least then you know that you are engaging, for example, focusing on increasing your self-awareness, understanding your tendencies. You know that you are focusing on your people, making sure that you and your team understand your mutual roles and responsibilities in this relationship. And then that you're focusing on your business and your organization. As Dean mentioned, you need to understand what budgets are. You need to understand the role of strategic planning in this process. So I'm very grateful and really appreciative again to Dr. Schroyer, Dr. Thorne, and Dr. Ramsell for sharing with us the three facets of leadership and walking us through each of those. Hopefully this has been very helpful to you and I encourage you to keep working in these areas to improve your leadership. There's always room for improvement and hopefully this gives you some sense of the structure that you can use as you're trying to improve your leadership overall. All right, I hope this has been helpful and I hope you'll join us again next time. Thank you.